the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host Don Dix, not in studio, but he is back in his secret underground bunker somewhere in Southern California. I know that when I get to be a big radio star like Don is, I'm going to ask for my own secret underground bunker to broadcast from. Well, if it weren't for the traffic that we have in Southern California, I would be with you today for sure. But thanks to the traffic, uh, had to had to dust off the uh, the bunker microphone. So it's great to be with you, and it's great to be contemplating the big crisis that's facing uh, you know it's, facing it's, the it's, world. It's exist. I've, I mean, I, every Democrat candidate says it's existential, and I don't know that um, you know I. I didn't watch all seven hours of the CNN climate uh, change marathon on uh, on Wednesday night. I don't know if you did, Don. No, I watched the abbreviated version on Twitter. <laughs> that's, that's about that's about all you need. But fortunately, we have somebody who just because by virtue of his job had to watch, and we certainly have to feel feel some great deal of sympathy for him. Mark Morano, who is the editor-in-chief of ClimateDepot.com, and is one of the, uh, I think he's always ranked up there at, the near, at or near the top of the most dreaded, most evil global warming deniers, and as such, he is one of the greatest freedom fighters in the world today, and we are pleased and honored to have him back on our show, to because he had to go through all seven hours of watching Lord. that, and he survived, and he he survived, and he's and he's here, and I think he still has his sanity. Uh, welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I even watched the pre-show and the post-show. That was a lot of fun too. You can't, <laughs> you, know, you can't just watch the candidates. Well, somebody, I'm, I'm glad somebody was watching because I, I was I saw the ratings and CNN. The entire seven hours, CNN was dead last in the ratings. I think they like quadruple counted me, so I think that's even an inflated number you just gave there. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, I mean, it, what, MSNBC, MSNBC years ago said they don't do climate segments because they're ratings killers, and that's even among the liberal Democratic base of the activists. They don't even want to watch it; they're bored. Uh, and so, I, I'm not surprised at all that CNN had had bottom of the barrel ratings. They just kept saying over and over the climate crisis, the climate emergency. We have, we have eleven years left to act. I mean, it was like the lowest, most intelligence insulting uh, seven hours of TV you could ever watch. But the good news is for you, Mark, that's called employment. That you have as long as they keep this narrative up, you've got a guaranteed a- paycheck. Which is which is a good thing. You're making money the right way off of it because in seven seconds, Elizabeth Warren said that she wanted government regulation on light bulbs, straws, and cheeseburgers. So so did uh, Buttigieg, who had a picture of him in one of the caucus states, you know, at one of those state fairs, drinking out of a straw and eating a hamburger. So these guys are hypocrites when it comes right down to it. None of them follow this, do they? No, in fact, they actually, to CNN's minimal credit, they did ask Mayor Pete about his $300,000 uh, expense uh, for private airplanes. And they asked, how, why does he do that? Isn't that hypocritical? And he said it's a big country. He had no choice but that he wanted to improve the infrastructure and make our, our train system much better. Uh, but even, even you know, Mayor Pete couldn't do it. Bernie Sanders, same exact issue. Bernie Sanders spent millions from what I remember, and also Hillary Clinton's campaign was so offended by Bill, uh, Bernie Sanders when he had a campaign for her after he dropped out in 2016 that even Hillary former staffers came out and said that Bernie demanded private planes flying all over the place. And at the same time, he went to ban everything else. I mean, the whole night, seven hours of banning, ban fracking, ban straws, ban meat, 
ban light bulbs, ban drilling, ban coal, ban oil, ban gas. And he just kept going on and on. You know, ban, regulate, tax, uh, and create a new bureaucracy. And you know, it was all the takeaway here is they literally want to mastermind our economy from above and decide who can do what, when, how, where, how much. They're going to take all the money, and then they're going to, they're going to you know, huge amounts of money, and then they're going to redistribute it to people they need after they raise energy costs so much. So it was just an, an un, uh, amazing thing to see over and over with no self-awareness of what they were actually promoting here. You've been at this for a while. I'm just curious. Can you, can you give us the exact number of climate predictions that have come to fruition since this stuff started when I was in, I think, junior high, and they were talking about the coming ice age because of man's impact on climate? Well, I can't, here's what I can do. I don't, I don't have a precise number, but I mean, the, you know, obviously in the hundreds or higher, but what they've done They've learned from the past, you know, Paul Ehrlich, the overpopulation scare, the global cooling scare. So what they've done now is, first of all, they try to make the scares way into the future. We're all going to be dead by, you know, 20. But, yeah, even that, they've now gotten they're down to 11 years. But what's amazing is they predict opposite results. So what they've done is they say global warming is going to cause more hurricanes, less hurricanes. Global warming is going to cause more malaria, less malaria. Global warming and, and I actually have a list in my book and in my movie. We just go through all the double predictions that they predict. More storms, less storms, more rain, less rain. Uh, and you go through it all. And so no matter what happens in the weather, they can say they were right. They predicted it. One of the classic examples is blizzards and snow. We've now had the snowiest decade on the East Coast in, in weather history. And so how do they explain that? Al Gore writes an op-ed, you know, this is obviously a consequence of global warming. Well, in his movie, he never predicted that we'd have record snow and blizzard due to global warming. But after the fact, they claim it's consistent with the theory. And then what they've done now on a whole range of issues, predicted opposite results. So no matter what happens, they predicted it. It's like betting on the Super Bowl, betting both teams win. You can claim you're a winner. So that's why it's now getting harder and harder to get them on a failed prediction because they always have in their hat, they can say, well, this is there. We have a prediction over here that was in this journal that predicted the opposite. And this is how they uh, are getting around that failed prediction. Predict all outcomes and you're always right. But isn't there, I mean, we, you can talk about the, 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 the real science and the data and how they manipulate the data and what their actual temperature trends show. But it seems to me there's two kind of easily understandable if you're not even getting into anything technical or, is one is do any of the global warming advocates reflect that belief that it's an existential threat in their own personal lives? And two, when they are honest enough and the mass drops, what they say their real agenda is. Yeah, I mean, well, first thing is absolutely, and there's not a single, I mean, other than Ed Bagley Jr., and I'm not even sure half your audience know, if ever even heard the name. He's like the only guy I can think of who walks the walk. He's a guy who you know, doesn't even drive much, tries to use no electricity. He was a pseudo-Hollywood celebrity for years, a character actor. He's like the one guy I think of, but every single other person either buys carbon offsets or they're just completely immune to their own hypocrisy. And carbon offsets are, of course, a joke. They'll buy you know something to plant trees in Africa. Or I think the famous example was Al Gore's first film, I think the entire offset for a couple thousand dollars, he was able to say there was a carbon neutral movie. But we, we just recently had the Google conference in, uh, I believe it was Spain or France or somewhere, and they brought in all the yachts, Google executives. Oh, it was they Italy. In Prince, Italy, sorry, yeah, Italy. And they brought in Prince, uh, and, was it Prince Henry or Andrew, I, Philip, whatever. The, name was. the guy who gave a barefoot speech, at the same time he's flying around on a private jet, you had Leonardo DiCaprio showing up and they, at, at, in private yachts and planes. They just are completely tone deaf, and it was a whole retreat on global warming. Leonardo DiCaprio famously flew 8,000 miles to collect an environmental award, and he actually was quoted as saying, I will fly around the world doing good for the environment, kind of like he's this ambassador that everyone wants to hear. Totally and completely tone deaf. He's on yachts. And we actually go through this, our sequel in the film. We have a whole section about Hollywood and the hypocrisy, because this cuts deep. It sounds like we're just fishing out of a barrel having fun, and we are, but people in the public 
don't buy that there's a climate scare when the people screaming the loudest don't make one ounce of sacrifice. And that includes millionaire Bernie Sanders on down the list of the people running for president claiming the existential threat of climate change. How about the greatest example just recently? Obama buys a $15 million beachfront mansion, and yet they tell us that sea levels are rising because of climate change. That makes no sense. President Obama, uh, well, first of all, maybe he succeeded. He said his his would be the administration that the rise of the sea level slowed. But first of all, sea level is not accelerating. (laughs) It's been rising for 10,000 plus years. But if you believe them, and they're talking 20 feet, 15 feet of sea level, and, and you know, everyone's going to be underwater and storm. Why would Obama buy an oceanfront Martha's Vineyard home? Because he doesn't believe the own right. He probably never even entered his head. But he was concerned about it because he wasn't in that mode. You know, even the climate activists just don't even hold their own people accountable. I mean, their own leaders. You'd think the climate activist base would demand that, but they don't really care. What they care about are regulations. And that was what the most the sickest, most perverted thing about this CNN thing was the idea that we're going to save the planet, that our not-yet-born great-grandchildren are going to thank us or thank our graves one day because we taxed and regulated the hell out of America and we, had, we put up new bureaucracies and we banned all this stuff. And it just, it's, it's an incredible thing. They actually believe that. And I do believe that they believe it. They want to do that anyway. And they, and they also tied in social justice Yep. Uh, and other causes, well, abortion was mentioned, Bernie mentioned it, overpopulation. They were just throwing in the laundry list of everything they want to get done on the progressive left agenda, but they were using the climate scare as their vehicle. And that, you know, a, 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 a AOC's chief of staff actually was quoted in the Washington Times inadvertently, didn't mean to be, they were sitting in on a meeting, and he said, we never thought of the Green New Deal as a save the climate thing, we thought of it as a change the economy thingy. And that's you know in line with the United Nations treaties, which they actually said this is about wealth redistribution and global governance. This has nothing to do with environmental policy. The UN climate chief has actually said we seek a centralized transformation that will make planet life on planet Earth very different for everybody. That's a direct quote. And so we're supposed to sit back and be like, well, let's save the planet. In 2015, we did pass the UN Paris Agreement, and we signed on to it, and the UN... And in fact, this is in my sequel too, my sequel to Climate Hustle. We have the, all the people saying our grandchildren, we've done it. They're celebrating, pouring champagne. I have a whole report on this in Climate Depot. And then what? You fast forward a couple of years, they're now saying we actually didn't save the planet, that now we need a species UN climate treaty. We need a, a, a food police climate treaty uh, you know, on uh, agriculture to stop meat eating. We need another U.N. Paris Agreement because that one wasn't strong enough. So we actually didn't save the world, contrary to what we were told in 2015. We had to save it all over again, and get, but that's okay. They've given us another 11 years to save it. This oh. is their religion. There's no doubt about it. That passionate voice you're <laughs> hearing is Mark Morano. He's the editor-in-chief of ClimateDepot.com. You mentioned the sequel to your movie that's coming up. People, Folks here might remember Climate Hustle uh, came out. We did a, a viewing at a theater. Theater and had lots of people attend. It was a great gathering. We hope that we can do one uh, one for your for the sequel for that. I, I guess that's coming out in April. Um, we're in our final minutes, and I wanted to ask you. I mean, we've we've poked a little fun at the predictions um, and some of the insane efforts to regulate the economy, but the solutions that they are proposing so far: electric cars. It costs. It, it takes more energy to create the batteries, to power the batteries, than it does in fossil fuels. I recently saw a charging station that was being run by a diesel engine, of all things. Plastic straws. you gotta cut, you got to cut down trees to make paper ones that don't work, while making paper creates more pollution than plastic. But, hey, progressive, it sounds awesome uh, to these folks. How many of their solutions so far actually produce much more of an impact on the climate and our, and in terms of pollution to the uh, to the ecology than the actual fix saves, Mark? Well, that's the whole point. I mean, electric car. We had Anderson Cooper when he interviewed AOC on sixty Minutes. Asked her, "So, what's everyone going to do if we get rid of you know fossil fuels? We're all going to drive an electric car." I'm sorry. 
Who does he think is powering that? These are coal and natural gas-powered cars in the form of electricity. They're not solar panel or windmills on top of the car. It's the most people don't, and not only that, but rare earth minerals and mining that chiefly benefits uh, China, which has the lax environmental regulations. We are we are doing all kinds of destructive mining to get these electric cars. And by the way, I don't know if you knew this, but electric car subsidies were cut recently, and for the first time, we're having sales drops globally of electric cars because governments are tired of subsidizing them because consumers they just aren't taking off. So that's one example. Another example of how they, you know, they, the cure, there was a, um, the, the UN meat banning treaty that came out, the meat, the uh-huh. meat report that came out. The former UK climate advisor to the UN said that the, the successful UN treaty must skyrocket the price of meat. It's their stated goal to make meat more expensive, to save the planet. Turns out Carnegie Mellon in Pennsylvania did a study, university, and they found out that it was three times the carbon impact were growing vegetables on farming. That is actually because it's less, you know, you know I, I guess less uh, intensive of a product than meat. Mm-hmm. Meat is actually, in many ways, depending on how you look at it, less destructive than growing vegetables because you need more land, you got to clear it, you need more agrochemicals, you need you know all sorts of ways to extract the vegetables. So everything they say is not as simple as they claim, and in many cases, it's the opposite. The cure is usually worse. But in this case, to sum it up simply, they truly believe that we need to essentially go socialist, centrally plan, redistribute wealth, give up our national sovereignty, and then we can save the earth. And that's what they're seeking. And if we do, they will hold back the climate. Right now, they're threatening us. They're saying the climate's going to get us. Hundreds of thousands are going to die, according to Bernie Sanders. The U.N. said, you know, I think it was hundreds of millions are going to die in 100 years if we don't follow the U.N. You know, solutions. Uh, and it's all about just essentially taking away our freedom. And that's the only way we can save ourselves and they'll protect us from the climate. Otherwise, the climate's going to get us. It's like an old protection racket. Same thing. You open a store in a neighborhood and the mob comes by and says, we'd hate to see anything happen to your store. That's what they're selling us. We'd hate to see anything happen to your home with a bad storm. We had Chuck Schumer, the senator for New York, on the floor of the U.S. Senate. Everyone knows these storms are getting worse, and had we done more about it, this wouldn't have happened. And directly implying that had we passed more treaties and carbon taxes years ago, we wouldn't have hurricanes, floods, and tornadoes, which, by the way, are either no trend or declining trends on decadal, you know, 40, 50, and longer uh-huh. time scales. There is no increase in extreme weather. Polar bears at record number. No acceleration in sea level. Hottest year claims are nonsense. They're within the margin of error, hundredths of a degree. They adjust within tenths of a degree. We're still on 20-plus years of no significant change, several years of actual cooling. That's why they do this nonsense like July, the hottest month on record. Well, gee, why are you picking out one month Ignoring the satellites, which don't agree, we're on a you know three-year-plus cooling trend. It's a way they're constantly misdirecting. We are visiting with Mark Morano, the editor of Climate Depot, uh, the author of The Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change, and uh, certainly one of my personal heroes in terms of, of standing up against this hoax, because global warming is existential, but not for the environment, not for life. Exactly. It's existential for freedom. It's existential yeah. for freedom. <laughs> exactly uh, right. I, 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 we've, we've stretched your time, Mark, and we very much appreciate you being on the show and everything you're doing. So go have Adam. I'm sure you got a whole line of interviews and other things lined up today and hope to have you back and hope to have it, be able to have a screening of your movie, The um, Climate Hustle Part 2, when it comes out in April of next year. Yes, we actually, it's good. The Climate Hustle 2, The Rise of the Climate Monarchy. And it's actually featuring Kevin Sorbo, the actor. So wow. we'll have more on that. But the, actually coming up sooner is the United Nations New York Climate Summit with teen school-striking activist Greta Thunberg. I'll be in New York in two weeks to cover that. So You have so much fun. Have you have you have so back. much fun. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mark, for everything you do. We appreciate you being with us. All right. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. Bye for now. More up ahead on the Unite IE Radio Show as we continue on this Saturday. 
Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of any Anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Confident MLS ID number 590. The answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590. The answer. Life on Earth is at risk. Climate change. The single greatest concern for war. We are fighting for the survival of the planet Earth. It is a monumental crisis. It is about an existential threat to who we are as human beings. The U.N. has told us that we have about 12 years to get this right, or the consequences could be catastrophic. Pete Buttigieg actually said climate change, it's worse than World War II, Greg. Well, I'm sure I marked, we just had Mark Morano on in our, in our previous segment. You have to try to scare people into agreeing to raise their taxes, raise their energy prices, get, and surrender their freedom. And as the, as the global warming scam has fallen apart, all of their predictions fail. You remember the famous one that by 2015, New York was going to be underwater? Yep. And that uh, you know, it, they've been saying it's 10 years, 12 years. They, they've been doing that for 30 years. There was just, I just saw it come around again back in 1989. The UN says that uh, entire nations can be wiped off the face of the earth by rising sea levels if the global warming ten- trend is not reversed by the year 2000. This is, this, this is, and I think Mark summed up our time with him perfectly. This is about implementing global Marxism. Uh, you know, socialism is simply Marxism for slow learners. We know where all this leads. It leads to everything the founding fathers warned against. The whole purpose of the Constitution, the whole purpose for America is to push back on those that would rule over man and rule and, and, and accumulate power. This is about the acquisition of power in order to run the planet, plain and simple. And it turns everything that is our country upside down. There's two other aspects. We only have a little bit of time left in this half. One is, what's the cost of this to you, to our listeners, to ourselves? And California has been out front implementing global warming policy and mandating more expensive so-called alternative energy. So you look at the cost of... Um, how much higher electricity is in California compared to the U.S. average. For residential, it is 56% higher. For commercial, it is 68% higher. And for industrial use, it is 117% higher than the national average, which includes California. So that's the kind of cost. The other point I want to make is this. The global warming scam is brought to you by the same people who brought you If you like your plan, you can keep your plan. Who brought you the Benghazi terrorist attack was caused by an internet video. And who more recently brought you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax. They lie. They repeatedly lie. They operate on the philosophy that a lie repeated often enough will begin to be believed. And that's how they've used the global warming scam, despite all evidence to the contrary. Presidential candidate Marianne Williamson, I don't know if she was at the CNN town hall or participated in it, because like we said, we didn't watch it. That's why we brought Mark Morano on, because we knew he had to. Marianne Williamson, she said, I had no idea how much the left hates 
and how much the left lies. And she is a Democrat presidential candidate. And if Marianne Williamson is is just coming up to the realization of this, uh, hashtag walk away, Marianne Williamson. Please join us on the other side, the side of sanity. That's all the time we have in this half hour. Tune in for the second half, and we will dissect further important issues and news of the week. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. In an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All Star Collision. 951 279 9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United IE Radio Show, the radio show for the most important political office in this country. Private citizens, the people tuning into our show every Saturday at 4 o'clock and at other times throughout the weekend when we can... Uh, steal away another hour to share our message with you. Occasionally, we get the chance to air this show multiple times over the weekend. Greg, we spent a scintillating half hour with, I think, one of the most informed people on the climate hoax and what's really underlies the climate hoax, which is regulation. And regulation seems to be the watchword for the Democrats and the presidential hopefuls. They want to regulate everything. And the next step in regulating guns was taken by Walmart. Walmart has made the announcement they're going to discontinue ammunition sales. They're going to they've already stopped selling certain guns. They're going to probably end up sell, stopping the sale of all guns here pretty soon. That's the goal. And it, it honestly, if it were really about saving lives, the kinds of guns that the left is trying to regulate right now are responsible for roughly about 400 deaths a year. And it does, you know, it, it is a obviously a big deal when we hear about these mass shooting events. They're, they're, they're they get the attention they deserve because it's horrific that we have uh, these young men who seem to think that their only option left in life is to go out in a blaze of glory, if you will, um, not real glory, but in their minds, glory. Um, but when you have an organization like Walmart that kowtows to the political left's pressure to stop the sale of guns, when it's done under the guise of saving lives, I haven't heard anybody put any pressure on Walmart to stop selling alcohol. Alcohol-related DUI deaths, 17,000 per year. How many gun rifle gun-related deaths are there? 400. Now, obviously, pistols are used a lot. You know, that's a weapon of choice in Chicago. We never hear about anything relating to Chicago except in conservative newspapers. And if so, if this was all about regulating uh, saving lives, they sure have a funny way of showing it, Greg. Oh, sure. Uh, There's a mass, the equivalent of a mass shooting event every weekend in Chicago and in other high crime. Democrat Party governed, high gun control, strict gun control laws, cities around the country. 
And I think I Balt- just, Balt- Baltimore yeah. is actually on 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 the way to exceeding its death toll in gun crime related deaths. Uh, last year was a was a fresh new high for Baltimore. They're about 30 deaths ahead of where they were last year at this time, which is going to put Baltimore on track for another record year of gun deaths. And that city uh, that I grew up in has been run by Democrats since I left in 1978. Sure. But what the Walmart is a the Walmart story is, is I think, even more significant than just silly hypocrisy. And uh Tucker Carlson was talking about this past week is some of these big businesses, they mouth some liberal slogans and then they get a pass on other things. Used to be Walmart was a target of the left because they weren't unionized and supposedly off they paid low wages. Now they have had Walmart has had a big effect. They've helped build up China. They've undercut traditional retail. They've undercut American manufacturing by buying their stuff from from China. So they've had some real had some real negative effects on that. But they can they get a pass on that as soon as they they mouth some liberal slogans or and pretend to go along with, for example, now gun control. But this is significant because. It's an all-out assault by the Democrat Party and the left, but then I repeat myself, on on our constitutional rights. Yes, until they can flip the Supreme Court, there's a Second Amendment right to own guns. But they can take effectively take that away and prevent you from being able to exercise it. They've gone after liberal big banks are now will not finance certain manufacture and sale of certain types of firearms. And who who elected these guys? Who elected Walmart? Who elected Bank of America or Chase or whoever to make public policy? You see the same thing in the First Amendment. Uh, the big dem tech companies are suppressing freedom of speech and things that they don't like. So they, so they can't prevent you from saying certain things the government can't because of the First Amendment, but they can effectively prevent you from being able to disseminate what you're saying. So you have some of the people like Alex Jones has been deplatformed and is off of any, it's very much harder to, to find his work. Other people, Pamela Geller, Laura Loomer, others, and you, know, you say, well, you know, I'm not them. It's, it's the same incremental like you know, in the, under Nazi Germany. First they came for this group and then that group and then that group but because I wasn't part of those groups. I didn't speak out. Then they came for me. Well, that's the same. The same. That's the same process. Is using these businesses to undermine your constitutional rights, as Tucker says. That if you can't exercise the right, you don't have the right. David French, whom I don't agree with a lot, he writes for the Hill, had an article not too long ago talking about how the political left has learned that they can threaten the Supreme Court with packing it in order to drive the agenda. Now, you know, we have we, we have a Supreme Court now that leans in a conservative direction. Um, but lately, the political left has taken to actually threatening the Supreme Court with the possibility that if a Democrat becomes president, that they will pack the Supreme Court, in order to make sure that they do not take up a ruling that potentially could come out of New York that would put gun control uh, back a step or two if the court hears this in its current makeup. This is this is an amazing level of hubris on the part of the political left. We know that they use the courts for political activism. We know that there are, uh, I mean, and we see in these rulings, um, and there was a recent uh, conversation about the fact that when these circuit courts make a ruling, they should be applicable only to the area that 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 particular circuit court has um, I think you and I talked about this once, uh, th- has authority over. And yet the circuit courts are making uh, rulings that affect the country rather than just the area that this, that that circuit court has. So when they take these uh, cases, when the left takes these cases up to the Ninth Circuit Court, they get they get a, a, a ruling that impacts, you know, a Trump policy for the entire country, when in reality it should only apply to the geographic area that the Ninth Circuit Court 
uh, applies. So the left uses the courts. They're now threatening the Supreme Court with packing it should they get a majority in the uh, in the Senate at the next in the next election cycle. Excuse me. Should they get uh, the take the, the the office of the president? That's an extraordinary level of hubris, hubris to be threatening the Supreme Court if they happen to take up this uh, this uh, case that's coming out of New York and rule on it in a way that sets back the whole cause of gun control. What this shows is that their desire and drive for power, and they will do anything, the Democrat Party will do anything, will say anything to gain power. And it's unfortunately also because Justice Roberts allowed himself to be intimidated on the first Obamacare case. The Democrats waged an explicit public campaign of intimidation against him, calling him out by name. Now, I suspect they had inside information, either because the deep state under Obama was electronically surveilling the Supreme Court, or they had a source inside or both that Roberts was the key vote. And they targeted him publicly, directly, and he flipped. Originally, he was going to vote that it ruled that it was unconstitutional, and he flipped and ended up ruling that it was constitutional, and he tied himself in this pretzel saying, well, it's not, it was, it's not a, uh, a fee, it's not a penalty, it's a tax, and Congress has that taxing authority. So Democrats, having seen that it worked once, are doing it again. And I think that's, that's a very that's just one way it shows the threat of the, if if a Democrats gain power in 2020 or probably any future year as well, we will never get the power, our freedom, or our country back. They will do things like pack the court, which the Constitution does not set the number of Supreme Court justices. It's been at nine since sometime in the 1800s, but, it, but before that, it, it fluctuated. So Congress could constitutionally add more justices. And what will stop them? Nothing. They certainly have no scruples. They certainly have no uh, moral restraints on what they're doing. They certainly want to even most charitably fundamentally transform the United States of America. So they may very, very well do it. And that's just part, it just shows, as well as we're talking about using corporations and banks to undermine our Second Amendment, to using big damn tech companies to undermine, our, undermine free speech in the country. If they gain power, they will never give it up. For among other things, what they'll do, and they may not even need to pack the court, is they will, in January of 21, they will pass a mass amnesty that will cover 20 to 40 million illegal aliens and new Democrat voters, and they will never, never, never is a long time, but for the foreseeable future, they will, they will never, they will not give up power. All of, all of, all of America will be like California, automatic Democrat victories and huge majorities, no matter how poorly they govern. Absolutely right. This is the threat that we work under and going into the 2020 election cycle. Every office, whether it's city council, water board, school board, all the way up to congressional districts, which there are some congressional districts that the Democrats flipped in this last election that are uh, that we that that are actually vulnerable and that are being targeted right here in the Inland Empire. We can do our part to make sure you can do either get get involved in a specific campaign for a local office. You can get involved in the effort to get Trump reelected by making those phone calls out of California into those important states. There's a lot you can do, and you need to do it, because I don't think it's a stretch, Greg, to say that we are at war. Uh, it's a culture war. We use that term then, and it's a political war. And if we don't win it at that level, perish the thought. I don't even want to get into that conversation. Let's take a break and hear from our sponsor for this half of Unite IE Radio, All-Star Collision, the place to go when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 
951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. There's another event, there's an event happening this weekend, and uh, uh, Don's going to be going to that one. And it's, it's the California Republican Party Convention. I was a Republican from the time I first registered to vote in 1976 until December of 2013, when the latest, uh, at that point, of surrender on the budget to Obama by the Republicans in Congress was the last straw for me, and I went to uh, no party preference. I briefly re-registered when I applied to be a Trump delegate, and when that didn't come through, I went back to no party preference. On the other hand, Don is a Republican, and he is a, uh, he's a delegate to the California Republican Party, which has steadily declined in membership and in influence and numbers of, elect, of, of elected in, Sac- in, in Sacramento. They elected a status quo state party chair, Jessica Patterson, when they had a chance to elect somebody who was be a, a, a dynamic, innovative, cons- conservative warrior, either Steve Frank or Travis Allen. So the question, Don, is why should why should any of us care what's happening at the California Republican Party convention? Well, I can think of a ton of reasons why people should care and why people should be involved. I, you, my first question back at you is how many candidates that are registered no party preference have run since you've re-registered? Not many. There was a, a guy ran for insurance commissioner. I forget the guy's name. And how many um, Republicans have run since you changed parties? Oh, there are Republicans in most uh, in most of the races. Not there's increasing yeah. number where where under top two it becomes Democrat Democrat. But there, yeah, there's in mo- probably in still most of the races there is a um, a Republican. Well, you know, I, I certainly don't blame you for being frustrated with the California Republican Party. And obviously, by extension, we could say the National Republican Party. But here's my question. Do I mean, and there is an effort, by the way, you've got folks like Chad Mays that are trying to start, you know, a, a new effort there. It is rumored and it has been rumored going into this convention that there are people that want to see the Republican Party as it exists today completely uh, disseminated and uh, or decimated, I should say. And I, you know, I, I get that there are people within the Republican Party that probably are working for that end. What does it I, I just I'm still not convinced what good it does for us to see this corporate structure unwound without a concrete plan for something to rise from the ashes. I know that there are a lot of people that would like to see the Republican Party reconstituted in a more conservative form. I know that there are groups within the Republican Party, like the California Tea Party Caucus, uh, that are working towards that end. I'm just I, I am not I'm not convinced that any uh, that that there is any benefit that comes from walking away from the Republican Party without working within it to take it to its more conservative roots. And I will, I'll say I'll say this in conclusion, Donald Trump is a Republican. He won by taking up the issues that were important to Republicans, immigration, Um now, he did it in what some might say a rather unorthodox way in terms of the way that he gave voice to that. Um, you know, I know that there are people that would like to see the uh, his his original assertions about immigration dialed back. But he won because of the way that he did that. Um, he didn't try to start a new party. He didn't try to work outside the Republican Party. He worked within the Republican Party and won. And I think we can, too. Um, I just I, I 
I, I guess I hold out hope that we can work within the political structure of the Republican. Because here's the thing. We lose the Republican Party in California. Could the conservative voice is is going to be a in, in the backseat permanently? I know it already is. I know it is headed in the direction of, um, you know, the way of the the, the brontosaurus. But still, I think the solution is working within the party. Your your take on all that is welcome. Well, I think that. Uh- There'll be somebody needs to run. So there's a Republican Party, and they're kind of in California. They're pretty much like the Washington Generals in the Harlem Globetrotter shows. You need a nominal opposition to to have an elect to, to have an election. But as long as I have any political memory of it's always been well, the, the conservatives are going to take back the Republican Party. We're going to make it a more conservative party. As far as I can see, for years and years, zero progress has been made, and we only have so we only we only have so much time and and ability to to work on political matters, especially for those of us that don't do this full time and have a day job. So where do you where do you focus your efforts? And I know there's a lot of there's a lot of our people in the United IE coalition. They're very involved in the Republican Party. They think it's important, and they just like like you were saying is we're gonna is we're gonna move it in a more conservative direction. And you know, I wish them well. I just I just don't I don't see it as a productive use of my time. My my I spend a lot of time on this political stuff, but it is limited time, and I just I just don't see the I don't I just don't see the return. Uh, More more recently, we've been working on this triple X sex ad. Right. And yeah, I mean, some Republicans might be make some make some nominal statements that they're about opposing it. But where are they? Why is why isn't the Republican Party in the vanguard on this issue? We just spent the we just spent the full first half hour talking to Mark Morano about the Democrat Party's global warming scam. Where's the Republican Party on that? They're, if anything, they're, you know, Green Deal light on the global warming scam. I don't ha- I can't think of anyone, at least, at least in the Rep- California Republican Party, that has the courage to stand up and say the global warming emperor has no clothes. I completely agree with you. There is no doubt about it. We have these, these uh, very... Uh, I want to say usable, but these issues that will get people off. I mean, this this uh, sex ed issue, when parents learn exactly what is getting ready to be taught going into the 2019-2020 school year and the direction that this entire comprehensive sexual education agenda is taking school. So, so you might go to your school district and say to them, I've heard about all of the stuff that's getting ready to be taught. And your particular school district might say, we're not doing that. What your school district is only telling you is part of the story because sooner or later, they got to come into compliance. Sooner or later, the agenda gets worse. Sooner or later, they're going to knuckle under the, the pressure that's being put on them by the ACLU and Planned Parenthood who have designed this monstrosity. And sooner or later, your, yes, your kids in that district will be learning about the most egregious parts of this. I was talking to somebody that I connected with on Twitter who is back east. And I showed them a couple of the videos that have been produced about the sex ed curriculum out here. The first thing that she said, and we we connected because she was a birth mom. She was someone who got pregnant at a very young age. And the voice inside her head said, it's wrong to abort this baby. I'm going to have it. And I'm going to put this baby up for adoption. And that's exactly what she did at great personal cost because her family walked away from her. Her friends walked away from her. Society shunned her and did not support her decision for life, which is we could spend a whole program on that. Because, I mean, here you've got a core issue in the Republican Party. They're against abortion. And yet we do not do a great job of standing beside mothers. They still it's like they wear that scarlet A. They had sex at a young age. They're having a baby and they're literally shunned instead of embraced. Now, I know there's ministries around that embrace them. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in general. But but coming back to, you know, what we have these core issues that the Republican Party is not taking up. And when I told her about the sex ed, her immediate response was, that's 
that's sex grooming. And that's exactly what's happening. The Republican Party is not leveraging a critical issue that could be used to get people out to vote for people who oppose this. Right. You're you're dead on when in you're dead on right in saying that. There are not many Democrat parents, maybe there's some extreme liberal wackos, that want their children taught how to use vegetables as sex toys or how to use a dental dam to perform oral and anal sex. You're right. So I, 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 think you just, I think you just made a large part of my case. The Republican Party is, is by and large hiding under their desks on this key. It's like, what do they have to lose? Here's what, what do we're they looking- have to lose? Here's what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the very same thing that happened in the nation in 2016. We're waiting for someone to stand up and lead us into those issues and lead the party away from where it is. That's what we're looking for. That's all the time we have for this week. Tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite IE Radio. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM590 The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 